Blackstone Audio presents But Remember Their Names, a Cynthia Jakubic legal thriller by Hilary Bell Locke. Dedication For Laura Rose Sigmund, Dona Day. Epigraph Forgive your enemies, but remember their names. Robert F. Kennedy Chapter 1 Awkward, Caitlin Bradshaw thought as she glimpsed her mother striding briskly toward her with a pack of cigarettes. Then she saw that the cigarettes were caperals, which meant they weren't hers, which meant she wasn't busted after all. Awkward became WTF when Arianne took a cigarette from the pack. In the seventeen years and three months she had lived with Arianne Bradshaw, Caitlin had never seen her mother smoke. Arianne shook the pack again and extended it toward her daughter. If Caitlin considered deceit or evasion, it was only for a millisecond. With a cautious half-smile, she drew a caporal from the pack and leaned forward to accept a light that Arianne offered from a satiny black-and-gold tube. Caitlin's auburn bangs fluttered as, with practiced familiarity, she rocked her head back to blow smoke toward the ceiling. By the time Caitlin brought her eyes back down, Arianne had lit her own cigarette and sat down directly across the outside front corner of the computer desk from Caitlin. Please don't let this be some gross peer bonding thing, Caitlin prayed. I'm not just your mom anymore. I'm your friend. We can talk about everything. Please, not that. Arianne brought her cigarette up for a contemplative pull, appreciative without being needy. At 39 years old, she was no longer the stunning bride in the pictures taken 13 months before Caitlin's birth, but she could still snap vertebrae anywhere in Pittsburgh. Unlined face almost perfectly oval, fine bone structure, chestnut hair with plenty of body, breasts noticeably full even under the bulky beige sweater that protected her against late November chill. It made a nice package. Not long ago, Caitlin thought she'd seen a few extra pounds accumulating uncharacteristically around her mom's waistline, but not now. Arianne looked like exactly the perfect weight for her 5'5 height. I didn't know you smoked, Caitlin said, not sure she was improving on the silence. I can't say vice versa, Arianne smiled wryly. But we have something more important to talk about. Soon, maybe as early as tomorrow, police officers will come to search the house. Do you have any drugs here? Arianne's studied calm was infectious. Caitlin gaped at the question, but didn't freak out. No? Before you tell me you don't smoke pot, remember that munchies go on the grocery tab, which I pay. I do weed sometimes with friends, Caitlin said, oddly unconcerned by what five minutes ago would have been an unthinkable confession. But I've never held any. Any other drugs? No. Caitlin flicked ash and puffed on her cigarette, trying to seem blasé but not quite bringing it off. Anything bad on your computer? Not that I know of. Arianne bent toward Caitlin and caught her daughter's eyes. She put her hand comfortingly on Caitlin's knee. Listen, honey, if you have something on your computer that's just embarrassing, 
Say, a a picture of you shit-faced at a party or flashing your breasts or something. Just leave it. Trying to delete it won't work and will make it look like you have something to hide. But if there's something that might be criminal, we need to talk about it right away with Sam. Sam, the really Jewish lawyer? Sam Schwartzchild did the tax and estate planning work for half the families Caitlin knew. Without waiting for a reprimand, Caitlin then contritely bowed her head and murmured, Sorry. Save the apology. Let's focus. Caitlin looked back up and again caught her mother's eyes. This is about Dad, isn't it? Yes. Has anything happened to him? Ariane glanced at a Philippe Patek watch on her wrist. Not yet.